I don't know what it's like in your neighborhood, but when I walk around downtown Victoria, it seems like just about every restaurant has a for hire sign out front. I mean, every restaurant is looking to hire people. Of course, Victoria depends a lot on a tourist economy in the summer. Restaurants, of course, are ramping up. Patios are opening. It hasn't been very nice here, but it feels like with a long weekend coming up, summer is on the way. And across the country, I suspect it's probably the same. It's been a tough few years for the restaurant industry. It's estimated 13,000 have closed permanently. Many are still hanging by a thread to this day. So this is meant to be a boom time summer, a successful summer. But staffing shortages, inflation too, but staffing shortages look like they could be a real problem this summer for a lot of places as restaurants try to make up what's been lost. As I mentioned, hiring signs absolutely everywhere here. That could mean shorter hours, slower service for customers. Inflation, of course, is biting uh, into profits, so higher prices perhaps. Uh, lots of challenges ahead, but none as big as the staffing issue. Joining me now with more is Olivier Bourbeau. He's Vice President uh, with Restaurants Canada. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Uh, just to put this into perspective, how important a summer is this meant to be for the restaurant industry across the country? Oh, the upcoming summer is crucial, absolutely crucial. Uh, we have been in the pandemic for the past two years, two years and a half. And just to provide a little bit more context, mm. 13,000 restaurants have closed permanently from coast to coast. 13,000 during the pandemic. Um, plus half of the restaurants are still at risk of closing today. They are not making any money uh, for several reasons. Um, and sadly, they, uh, they went into a, a ton of debt, uh, over, uh, over COVID. Um, I, personally receive calls from restaurant owners who tell me that, um, Pre-COVID, they had $200,000 in the bank, so they had a little bit of, of a cushion, and now they are under by $200,000, $300,000, and even $500,000, and it will take them years and years just to reimburse that. But there are challenges, so this is meant to be the summer, hopefully, that restaurants start to make a bit of that money back, but now all of a sudden they're faced by what feels like a perfect storm of costs, but certainly labor problems, labor shortages may may hurt uh, the industry this summer. Indeed, <clears throat> inflation is uh, a big, big, big problem, and and even as a as a citizen, we see it when when, when we do our grocery, mm -hmm. but. Uh, Problem, issue, challenge number one is definitely labor, labor cost, because there's a big, big, big labor shortage. And it's everywhere in every province, every region, especially the tourist regions. Uh, when we think uh, of Victoria is good, good, good example. Um, restaurants do not have enough staff and there are not enough workers to fill uh, the, the, the places. Therefore, restaurants open later in the morning. Uh, they close sometimes earlier. We see that with a quick service. Um, and in the full service, we see the restaurant opening only uh, for the good days, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, not only to make sure to, uh, to be productive and, and make a couple of dollars, but also because we want to provide the best shifts to our employees because we, we are understaffed everywhere. Right. I imagine if you own a restaurant, it's tough to get staff to come in on a Tuesday night. They really want to be there on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. Um, is this, are you seeing this? You mentioned this. You're seeing this right across the board. It doesn't matter if it's a big 
you know, big expensive restaurant or, you know, something smaller, a cafe, you're seeing these, these issues right across the board. We see, we see that everywhere. And as you said, in, in all type of restaurants, for instance, a uh, quick service, uh, think of a co- local coffee shop, lo- local coffee place. Uh, the owner more and more will, will be in the obligation to work 70 hours a, a week, 70 hours a week because he's understaffed. Plus, um, in a quick service, since the, um, the wage are, the wages are a little bit be, below the, the, well, a lot below the, the, the full service, what happens is that some employees, they move to the retail because in the retail, they can do a dollar an hour more. So the students will move there. Uh, as for the, the full service, it, it's really difficult because during the COVID, <clears throat> before COVID, we were already understaffed. Um, there were 60,000 vacancies in Canada. Currently, as, as summer is beginning, we have in front of us a labor shortage of 210,000 workers from coast to coast. So when you take a look at cities, uh, for instance, Montreal, in old Montreal, a tourist area, Hotels and restaurants are in the are, are in the obligation to literally open their doors over the weekends to try to attract new employees. And during COVID, what happened is that when restaurants closed once, our workers they came back. But the second time, the third time, and the fourth time, well, our our, our colleagues, our teammates, our workers, well, they found job in other industries because they they came back to us saying we do not know when the government will close the restaurants again. So we need more predictability, more stability, which unfortunately we can understand because they have rent to pay their families just like us. It's been, I gather, um, particularly tough to find kitchen staff. I know it's, it's, it's acute across uh, the board when it comes to, 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 uh, to staff at restaurants, but I gather kitchen staff has been a real challenge as well. Uh, it is it is really true um, kitchen staff because uh, first um, majority of these positions you need a little bit more training um, second of all because the conditions are, are, are pretty difficult working in a, in a kitchen is not easy there's a, there's the heat there's a, a short uh, not a lot of space it's it's a difficult job um, but moreover um, the wages um, are not as high as we would like uh, them to be because people may not know, but an average restaurant has a profit margin of only 2 to 3% before tax. Uh, it used to be 5%, but it's now between 2 to 3%. So we, our hands are tied because we, we do not have the same attitude as, as other industries to increase the wages as much as, as we would like to. I know there was speculation during the pandemic that a lot of it, especially when there were some of those early reopenings, that government subsidies were keeping workers away, keeping workers at home, or at least not, you know, not incentivizing them to go back. Uh, I, now that those uh, subsidies are all gone, I gather we're reassessing that belief. It doesn't seem to be, the problem seems to be deeper rooted than that. And that was kind of the instability of the industry during the pandemic. Well, the, the problem is deeper than that indeed. Um, the labor shortage, based on the demography in Canada, uh, will continue for the next nine to 10 years. It's only in 2031 that we will see uh, the same amount of workers entering the market, the work market, than the, the baby boomers leaving for their retirement. 
so on, for the next nine to 10 years, we have a big, big, big labor shortage challenge in front of us. And it's not only our industry. All industries are the same problem, which is why it is extremely difficult because we are all fighting for the same people. What are you hearing these days? You mentioned it earlier, just hearing calls from uh, from restaurant owners that have gone into debt, that had a bit of a cushion going into the pandemic, that are in debt now. Uh, are you hearing despair out there? Are, you, are, are we seeing the restaurant landscape in this country change uh, right in front of our eyes? That's actually a really good question. Some of them are, uh, dear Lord, um, at the end of, of, of what they can do. Uh, they, 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 several of them have closed and, and others uh, are thinking of closing permanently, uh, which is extremely sad because uh, an important number of restaurant owners rent their restaurant. So they, they do not have anything once they close. Um, in, in, in the meantime, what we saw during COVID is kind of a, some, some, some restaurants were able to pivot uh, with delivery and, um, and takeout, which is interesting because it takes uh, generally six months to uh, to a consumer habit to change. But that being said, we see now that, now that the dining rooms are reopened, that um, our customers continue to um, to uh, come see us for takeout and delivery, which is really, really interesting for us and, and supports us in, in some way. And if I had a message to all of our fellow Canadians here is, please, please continue that fantastic habit on, for instance, on Friday, just to pick up something instead of, uh, <laughs> instead of uh, preparing something home, just continue to support us a little bit. And uh, maybe once a week, a, a, a takeout or a delivery, and maybe once a week at the restaurant itself. I'm speaking with Olivier Bourbeau. He's the vice president. Uh, he's the vice president with Restaurants Canada. We're talking about the labor shortage uh, and, of course, the impact of inflation across the country on the restaurant industry heading into what is meant to be a season to try and gain back some of what has been lost over the last uh, few years with the pandemic. After this, we'll talk a bit more about uh, solutions, what can be done, and also as customers, what should we expect and what, uh, how can we help make the situation uh, better or at least uh, better for those who are working. That's next. I'm speaking with Olivier Bobo. He's vice president with Restaurants Canada. We're talking about the acute labor shortage. Uh, Olivier was saying earlier about uh, more than 200,000, a shortage of more than 200,000 employees in the restaurant industry right now across the country, heading into what is meant to be a summer uh, to start to make back some of what was lost over the pandemic with repeated closures uh, in many parts of the country, a really tough time for the restaurant industry. Uh, Olivier, when, when you look at at uh, over at the next few months, the next year or so, uh, is there, are there any quick fixes here at all for the industry? Unfortunately, there's not one easy solution. Um, there are different types of restaurants, obviously. So, quick service, uh, we can see the middle chains and the big, big chains, um, and the independents, pardon me. And um, it, it's, it's it, for instance, in terms of labor shortage, uh, we have th- th- there are some solutions in terms of robotics, um, automatization, um, but you cannot apply that on fine dining. You can apply that with quick service. So there's no, th- th- there's not only one solution. We need to find solutions for um, a certain group of restaurants. Uh, for instance, last week, 
Uh, in Toronto, we um, took place our RC show, Restaurants Canada show, the biggest food service uh, industry show um, uh, in Canada. We uh, had 10,000 suppliers and, and, and industry um, colleagues uh, for more than 700 um, uh, people awesome. presenting. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we, we saw that energy. The, 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 the industry is ready, but unfortunately, the workers are not there. And at the show, I'm talking about, the, I'm referring to the show because at the show, we had uh, several, several presenting robots. Uh, to serve um, lots of electronic solutions. But again, it does it, it cannot apply in all restaurants. And, and that's a difficult, because I know there was a, a bit of a scandal recently with one specific uh, chain that had some, you know, some people working remotely serving. And, and Canadians, I think, understand there's a labor shortage, but are also off-put sometimes by the idea that that labor is replaced. Uh, mm. what, do you, what do you tell customers a bit about that choice? Yes, yes, I saw the same article. In, in, at the same time, the demography problem in Canada will, will continue for the next 9 to 10 years. That being said, we need more immigration. And you know what? Immigration is extremely positive for our industry because people come with their, their culture, their food, and they literally bring their culture to our table here. So it's, it's, we, are, we are privileged in Canada to have so many, so many choices of, of culture, of food, of dining, of restaurants, that it's, it's so positive to see these people come join our industry and come live here in, in Canada. Inflation, too. We talked about it a bit earlier, but inflation must be doing even more damage now to, uh, to restaurants already struggling with staff, opening hours, and so forth. And now the cost of everything is oh, yeah. going up. And, and, and it's difficult to pass that all on to your customers. You are, you are exactly on target. Uh, you are right. Um, we cannot pass along all the increase uh, because there's a limit. You know, at one point, there's a limit, a psychological limit to uh, what we are uh, prepared to pay for pizza, for instance. But that being said, inflation had hit us um, really, really, really hard. Uh, the proteins, especially protein being the star of the plate, chicken, at 10.4%, beef at 16.8%. Um, so it's difficult for us. Um, and um, another thing that is uh, that has increased uh, to the roof is what we call, uh, in terms of amenities, um, think of natural gas that increased by 22%. And our kitchen work with that. Uh, our rent, uh, everything uh, has increased, which is why our profit margin has, um, is now has passed from 5% to 2 to 3%. So imagine that. It's extremely difficult to make just $1, uh, just, uh, just a couple of cents in, in, in each dollar. If I hear you, Olivier, what we can expect this summer, and I don't want mean this to sound like a bad thing because I think we all enjoy the restaurant experience if we can, but we're going to see higher prices, uh, slower service, and fewer opening hours. Uh, but still important, though, that people uh, go and support the industry, you think, because it is an important part of our of the Canadian Canadian fabric, so to speak. Yeah, well, in, in, in terms of prices, we uh, we try to absorb a little bit of it first. And uh, in terms of service, actually, I would like to thank our, our uh, say a big thank you to our customers because uh, they are patient and they understand that we are low staff 
and they are so happy to come visit us and to be served that they, they, they are really, really, un, uh, really thoughtful with us. So thank you. Thank you very much to everyone. Olivier Bourbeau, thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you very much.